Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself with Jake. Tonight's episode is once again sponsored by CastBox, the number one podcast streaming app on the planet. If you don't fucks with us, go fuck yourself. So I'm just going to jump straight into this. I've noticed, like, I know there's millions of fucking podcasts out there, and there's millions of people doing podcasts, and it's kind of interesting because it seems like all of them have shit to say, but, you know, here I am, just little old me talking to myself about, you know, literally fucking nothing. I mean, nothing. I haven't said, like, shit about really anything. I mean, I've talked about movies and shit, and that's cool, but I'm not really bringing anything to the table that's interesting. Fuck that. I'm extremely interesting. We just got to get it moving, you know, get the ball rolling. We're going to have a couple, sh- you know, it's just like any movie or any TV show that you watch. I mean, look at The Office. I couldn't fucking, the first few episodes of The Office, I was bored as shit. I was like, this shit is so dumb. It's so stupid. But, you know, then once you get like halfway through it or towards the end of the season, it's like, okay, this shit's actually pretty fucking good. It's actually pretty fucking funny. Same thing with Bob's Burgers, you know? I watched the first episode of Bob's Burgers, and I was like, this show is fucking dumb. This is the dumbest fucking show. And then, you know, I, I watched the next one, and I was like, okay, this shit's all right. And, you know, I watched a couple more, and it was like, okay, Bob's Burgers is all right. This is a funny fucking show, too. This is a good show. And then, like, I just stopped giving a shit, and I was like, fuck, fuck Bob's Burgers. Like, I don't watch shit but Family Guy. You know, and then, you know, eventually, Family Guy just became my everyday fucking show, like... I go to sleep just watching Family Guy all fucking night, just binge-watching the shit out of it. And, you know, that's cool, because I think that's where a lot of my comedy sense comes from, along with, you know, my my family. My grandpa's funny as shit, and he always, like... But it's, it's always more of the, like, attacking you kind of humor, like, saying funny shit directed towards you. But it wasn't, like, a real dry... You know, like, some people got that real dry sense of humor where they just, like... They have to constantly be attacking you, and say, like, the meanest shit that they can think of to be funny. And, like, it's funny as shit to them. But, like, d- deep down to you, like, it fucking tears your soul apart. That shit's not cool. I mean, there's a limit on how, how far to take things. So, I'll attack people, like, make jokes at people. But, you know, like, I definitely watch for where that line is being crossed. And I feel like, I don't know about other people, but me, myself, like, there's a certain line. You know, like, you can tell when you've crossed that line and when it's just enough. And then, you know, usually I'll be like, okay, look, I'm sorry. But it was funny to me, but it wasn't to you. Like, I realized that fucking hurt your feelings. And, like, that's the thing. Like, don't be, like, you know, it's like what Joe Rogan says. Just don't be a cunt. You know, like, to me, it's like, it's all funny games and shit. Yeah, you know, but once you cross that line, realize you cross that line. Don't keep fucking pushing it and being a cunt about it. Like, basically, that's it. You know, I've got a lot of friends where, you know, you you just have those days where you just, like, you get all fucking hyped up and you're all excited and shit. You think you're being funny as hell and you're being clever and shit and making jokes at other people's expense. And then you realize, like, well, I just pushed it too far, you know. Like, I just mentioned, like, your dead cat that died yesterday and I made a joke about it. That's fucked up. I don't, I don't like, make jokes about deceased family members or pets or anything because that's, that shit hurts, you know. Like, you don't make fun of death. I mean, like, you do sometimes, you make fun of it, but not, like, to people, especially when it's somebody, like, that somebody cares about. I don't know, I think I made a joke before about, like, shooting up a school or something, and, you know, that was fucked up, so was, you know, but, I don't know, I feel like that humor was, it was a little bit more, okay, more funny, I guess, to say, than, because, like, there's comedy and offensiveness, 
So, and I think that's why I liked Family Guy so much. It was because, like, they say a lot of offensive shit, and it's funny as hell. To me. And, you know, that's just what I bring to the table. I'll bring funny shit to the table and say funny shit. You know, if it's offensive, it's offensive. You know, you can turn my podcast off. But, you know, here I am. I'm three episodes in. Granted, it's all on the same night that I'm making it. And, you know, it's all been within the same, like, two hours or whatever. So nobody's fucking listened to it. I haven't, like, told anybody, Hey, go check out my podcast. I need this attention. Check my podcast. I'm saying shit. Like, I'm not saying shit, you know, so if this goes somewhere, then cool, but, you know, if not, like, I'm not really gonna, like, give a fuck either way, I'm still gonna do it, because it's, it's a time passer for me right now, you know, it's helping me pass time, and like I said before, it's, you know, this is something that I can do while working, I can't be out filming YouTube videos and shit while I'm at work, because it wouldn't, you know, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work basically. And if you hear that pause, you're going to hear that... I, if you can't hear the heater, I'm in my car with the heater on. It's cold as shit outside. But I vape, so you're going to hear me vape. It's just what's going to happen. Uh, another thing you're going to have to get used to. And, uh, you know, if anybody out there vapes that's listening to this, let me know, like, what you guys are vaping on. Let's just do that. Let's be one of those guys where we talk about what we're vaping on. Because, like, me right now, I got this, um... Actually, I can't remember what it's called. But it's it's like a bubblegum grape or grape bubblegum. I think they called it, like, grape ape or something. Which is funny because... Well, you know why it's funny. But, anyways, it's actually, like, a really good grape flavor if you like grapes. Because me, I'm... I love GURP. GURP, GURP everything. Like, uh, like soda, I love, I fucking love GURP. Soda, Kool-Aid, you know, drinks that are GURP, GURP. Even, like, Cran GURP. Cran GURP is the best. It just is. Some great fucking juice. I love grapes. So, anyways, grape flavoring. There was this one time, I went and, I went over to, uh, Winco, and... They have, like, this big candy section, and they had this candy. It was, like, mixed candies, you know, mixed-flavored candies, and they were, like, almost like lifesavers, but not. And I went through for, like, five minutes and just picked out as many of the grape ones that I could. I got, like, a fucking two-pound bag of just candy, of, like, grape-flavored hard candies, and... It was great. I shared them with my friends, and I ate a lot of them, and a lot of them ended up in my, like, the back of my car lost. A lot, a lot ended up in my car lost, and, like, even after, like, six months, I was still finding them in my car. But, you know, like, it was, it was always a great surprise, because it's GURP. I love GURP. So, anyways, uh, yeah, this, this grape juice that I got is pretty fucking great for the vape. Um, I think I actually... I mixed some cotton candy in with it because I couldn't find where the bottle was. So it's like grape bubblegum cotton candy, which is actually not that bad of a mix. Sometimes you get some really shitty mixes and it completely fucks up everything and you just want to like hate life and not vape. But you do because, you know, nicotine. But I've had some other great flavors. I really like... For for like a day, for like a one day, I could sit and vape on like honeydew or cantaloupe. Yeah, just honeydew, honeydew flavored 
juice is really good for like a day and then it's just or maybe like one tank full and then by the end of that tank it's just like that was fucking great but you know i need something else i just can't do another fucking tank back to back with that shit um there's a brand called the one and they make this really fucking great uh i think it's a lemon cake uh something with it and that shit was really great that was a really great juice i i went I mean, I went, like, six times in a row to the vape shop. Like, six bottles in a row was that. Maybe it was whatever, however many it was. It was great. And then I was like, okay, I really, I got to get something else because I can't, I can't do lemon cake again. I need to mix it up now. And then I went to some other flavor and it was shit. And then the next time I think I went back to the lemon cake. But, yeah, so... Vaping is great. If you don't do it, then, you know, don't do it. Because it's just one thing that becomes an addiction. But if you're trying to quit smoking or anything, I would definitely use that. I would try to pick up vaping instead. Because, I mean, I go inside after my breaks or, you know, just whatever. And I smell like fucking, you know, I smell like grape cotton candy today. And it's amazing. Compared to going in smelling like cigarettes, cigarettes just have that scent that just lingers and it's so fucking gross. And it lingers in your mouth and, you know, nobody wants to kiss an ashtray. But if you're going out and you're smelling like fucking grape bubblegum and cotton candy, you know, I'd, I'd kiss you. I'd kiss you all day because if you tasted like this, I just wouldn't stop kissing you because it tastes so great. But if you, you taste like a fucking ashtray, then, you know, go fuck yourself. You, you, you taste gross, and I don't want to taste you. <laughs> that was that, that might have been a little harsh, but, you know, sometimes people need that. Sometimes people need that, that push, that harshness, that harsh reality of things to, to be like, okay, yeah, I'm fucking up here. You know, I need to, to I've done it. I've done it a lot of times, and, you know, I've, I've also, so I've been on the receiving and giving end of that. You know, I've got a family member that they were really fucked up on, um, Roxycodone, and it just seemed like they were just, you know, it was like the end of days for them. They were so just, you know, abusing it. Like it was prescribed to them, so they weren't like out buying it, and they didn't ever switch like heroin or anything crazy. But you know, those pills that fuck you up, they were taking like the highest milligram. I don't remember what it was, but they were taking like seven of them a day. So they were supposed to spread it out through like the course of the day, but they wouldn't. Like they would take like three of them at once. And then, you know, fucking two, three hours later, three of them again, and then have one to go to bed. And it just, like, fucking withdraws all night. And, you know, it just, you could tell that it was fucking them up. Like, they had multiple back and neck surgeries. So, they were, like, obviously, like, back pain is fuck, like, it fucks you up. But, you know, being on those pills and shit, like, it sent those ghost pains and that psychological shit that it does to your brain of, like, you need me, motherfucker. You know, and it's it's fucked up. But that's how it was for them. And then, you know, they were finally able to win themselves off of it after, you know. I had, I had talked to them like, you know, you're in a fucked up place. Like, it was just like they had given up on life, basically. You know, they were just, like, there, taking up space. And weren't really doing anything for anything, you know, just existing. And they didn't, like, they, I felt like they barely even wanted to do that. Like, they were just ready to be gone. And, you know, they were still relatively young, you know, too young to be giving up on life like that. But, you know, they they realized finally 
after I think enough people told him, like, look at yourself, look what you're doing, like, you're only this old, and you have no ambition for anything, like, it's crazy, you're not even 50, you know, not saying, like, 50's the time to, like, just be like, alright, I'm done, peacing out, I'm gonna go do shit, but, you know, like, 50, when you're younger, 50 seems like it's, it's an older age, but nowadays, like, 50 is, like, fuck, man, you got 50-year-olds out doing crazy shit, like, motherfuckers on Ninja Warrior and shit, you know, at 50, so, it was just like, you know, you're not even 50, and you're just like, you don't give a fuck anymore. But, so, like, eventually, you know, the thing with an addict, though, is, like, they've got to be ready. So, you can tell them all day and all night, you know, 24-7, that they need to quit. They need to, you know, and they're not going to until they're ready. So, you know, they finally became ready, and within, you know, eight, nine... It was like nine, maybe ten months. They completely weaned themselves off of them without withdrawals and without anything. And, you know, it was fucking incredible. The the whole, their life, it was just a complete 180 on their life. You know, they were out riding dirt bikes and, you know, he's out doing like crazy things and fucking living now. That You know, if you looked at him the year before, you know, six months before, you'd be like, no fucking way. There's no fucking way you're telling me that this guy is going to be out doing this shit now. Like, it's just crazy. So, you know, they just, I don't even remember how I got onto this rant, but, um, yeah, it's, it's an addiction, basically, vaping's an addiction, <laughs> so I don't know how I got onto that rant, but I felt like it was good, that was a good few minutes of, you know, just talking about it, but, yeah, so it's just one of those things, like, if you don't do it now, then, like, don't start, but if you're smoking and you're looking for an alternative, then go ahead. Um, I'm just sure a lot more people would want to kiss you if you didn't taste like an ashtray. And, you know, you can go, you can start off at a higher milligram to make sure you're getting that nicotine that you need and then slowly wing yourself down to the point that you don't need it anymore. Uh, me, on the other hand, went the opposite direction. I started off as zero, milli- um, zero nic- nicotine and then went up to three and then up to six and then... Um, I, st- I realized that, you know, you can make a lot better, it's basically, like, a lot big- bigger, you can get better, bigger bottles, f- and, you know, s- stretch it out, but they only sell them in Utah, they only go with zero and three milligrams of nicotine, so I had to drop down to three to get the more, quote-unquote, bang for my buck, but, um, you know, it's been great, dropping back down to three, I'm... I mean, my cardio is shit because I don't do cardio. I sit and vape all day and, you know, don't work out. But, I mean, aside from that, you know, I've, I feel like if you do your cardio and shit, then you're all right. You shouldn't have a problem running upstairs like I do. And, yeah, if you've got any recommendations on flavors, I'd love to hear them. I'm really kind of open to just about anything. Um... Yeah, I'm, there's not really many flavors that I would be like, fuck, that sounds disgusting. I mean, unless you're giving, you're going to tell me like a black licorice flavor, then fuck out of here. I don't, nobody wants that shit. Oh, dude, it tastes just like Jaeger. Oh, I don't like Jaeger. I'm, I don't even fucking drink anymore, so whatever. You know, but there are some really good ones out there. I remember I had this one that was, uh, I think it was... I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a, it was kind of like a mixed berry champagne, and that shit was bomb as hell.
So, if anybody does ever listen to this and you got some suggestions for some great juice, let me know. Because I'm always excited to try some good fucking juice. And, uh, yeah, I think I've reached about the end of my break time. I spent most of it trying to reset up my my podcast channel. Um, so I've been out here for like 25 minutes on break. Um, but so we're going to go back inside. Yeah. And it's going to be noisy again. And yeah, you know, if you're vibing with it, then cool. Cause honestly, I feel like this has been great. Like it's been great for passing time. Um, it's killing the shit out of my battery though. I'll tell you what, my fucking phone battery is just like, let me out of here. My dude, I'm fucking like dead. Let me see. Oh yeah, it's at twenty four percent. When I came out here, it was at about eight. So I don't know. That's that. My fucking battery is shit. That I got a thirty dollars straight talk phone. What do you expect, right? So I'm just gonna pause this for a second. Will I take a couple mad, you know, addict rips off of my vape? And I'll come back to y'all in just a second. And I'm back. That was like nothing to you guys, but I paused it. Just so you know, I paused it for a few, for like a solid 40 seconds. But it doesn't matter. Um, I was putting on chapstick. So this is something, I don't know if anybody else does this. This might be kind of fucking weird or just, you know, one fucked up thing that I do. So I think it's funny. Every time I put on chapstick, okay, I I always fucking think of Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill. I always think about it because just, I don't know, just the way people put on chapstick, it might just be the way I put on chapstick, but I always think about it, sitting there listening to Goodbye Horses and, you know, applying that chapstick like it's lipstick. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. You know, it just it's just something that's always funny to me, and I always think about it putting on chapstick. I can't not think about it when putting on chapstick, so I reenact it. I... I'll admit it. I'm not. I don't give a shit. This is my podcast station, and I'll tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm sure over the course of this shit, I don't know how long it's gonna go, but I'll tell you a lot of personal shit that you'll either wish you never knew, or you'll be, you know, think it's funny that you do know now. Because I just do shit like that. I'm just a weird motherfucker. Obviously, I have a whole fucking podcast where I'm talking to myself. Nobody else, I mean, I talk to you like you're listening, even though there's probably nobody listening. You know, I'm going to stop saying that right now, all right? I'm going to stop saying that, that nobody's listening, because eventually, you know, there's somebody that's going to be listening, and they're going to either find this shit funny or they're going to shut it right off. But, you know, there's somebody listening. There's always, they're always listening. The government's listening. And, you know, I don't want to get into that shit, the whole politics and whatnot. Let me let me put this shit on pause again, because i got to talk to Jade, my co-worker. Let me just go ahead and pause y'all for a second. So, yeah, back to what I was saying. I'm just going to stop saying that, because, you know, that's, that's just putting myself down. Just making me think I'm doing this for nothing, which, you know, whether somebody's listening to it or not, I'll probably go back and listen to it one day and just be like, what the fuck? I was on some dumb shit. Just sit like, who the fuck makes a podcast to talk to themselves? Well, I do. Because, you know, I'd rather feel like I'm talking to somebody than to myself. 
because I got nobody to talk to. Jade's alright to talk to, but, you know, everybody else is a piece of shit, and my conversations with Jade don't last long. So, there's really... What the fuck? I just keep talking to y'all. Like, you're all somebody to me, and you matter. And so, if you do either listen to this, you know, I just, I want to know, because, like I said, you matter. You matter to me. Yes. Not on call. Motherfucking suck it. Got this on call shit at my work, and I don't, I'm not gonna talk about it too much, but it's just basically like once a month everybody's on call. You know, so for like three days you're on call, but not these three days, I am off. And I get to fucking enjoy the shit out of it. So I'm fucking stoked. I'm ecstatic right now. I'm cold as a motherfucker, so you probably noticed the change in voice because I'm a little bit cold. And, you know, I'm just going to fucking get going with it and keep it flowing, keep the conversation with myself going. Oh, Jesus Christ, excuse me. Um, I'm going to try, so this is what I'm going to try to start doing. I've not- I noticed listening back to my other two podcasts that there's a few mo- times where there's like a big pause. And I don't want that. I want this to just... You know, because then it's awkward. It's awkward for everybody. It's awkward for me to talk to myself and not have it. And it's awkward for you to listen. And then suddenly it's just like quiet. And you're like, did it shut off? Did it pause? What's going on with this shit? So I'm just going to try to consistently keep going. And also, I think, you know, something I heard on a podcast. I'm sure y'all can guess who it is because it's the only podcast that I listen to at the moment. Um, He was just talking to uh, Russell Brand about how... Joe was talking to Russell Brand about how... It, uh, how just constantly talking to people, how much it just helps your speech and helps you, you know, grow, how much it makes it so much easier to just talk to people and just keep shit going. And so I think that's what I'm going to try to do is just keep it flowing constantly so that, you know, there's no pauses, no breaks or anything. And it's just going to help me become a better talker when, when I meet somebody that, you know, I want to talk to and I can't talk to them because I don't know what to say. Well, this is going to be great because I've got a whole fucking podcast of however many, I mean, three episodes now, but, you know, how many, however many episodes in the future when I meet somebody <laughs> and I'll be like, I have so many things that I could talk to you about and I'm so excited that I get to talk to you and not to myself. You know, that's just, just going to be great. So I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm going to do is I'm just going to try to keep it going. Even if I don't have anything to say, I'll just keep talking. And, you know, and then when I finally have something to say, it'll be like, hey, he's actually saying something at, you know, 28 minutes. There's one minute left, but he's saying something now. That'll be very good, very constructive. Um, so I don't remember everything that I talked about in podcast two. I didn't, I mean, I, I noticed while I was doing the podcast about this whole spaces thing and it bothered me. So that's why I said that. I didn't listen to it yet. I, I probably should, so I can just go back and see that everything that I did talk about. Because uh, I've done a few takes. I've had to do a few takes on different podcast or on you know the episodes just because the fuckers like they delete. Does that make sense? Like before I finish the podcast, before I finish the podcast, it just like um, I'll go to like text somebody back or something real quick, and it closes the podcast. And so I've had to, like, redo it and just talk, like, the whole way through and then text the per- message the person back. 
which it kind of it kind of sucks, but you know it's good. It's good that I figured that out. So now I know, like, you know, there's no stopping this train. None. Nothing stopping this train because then I'm going to have to completely start back from square one. And that shit sucks. So, you know, you can just forget about it. We're not stopping until we're stopping. And that's that. Um, so I was losing focus on what I was trying to talk about. Doing this goddamn forklift shit. Which it makes it so difficult to try to carry on things. I'm not a very good. I'm not very good at multitasking. So doing one thing and while doing another thing is, I get distracted very easily. You can ask anybody that knows me. Jake is not a multitasker. He's a great fucking thinker. He's a thinker, and that's what that's what they like about me. Like Helene, that's what Helene tells me when we talk about ideas and shit. You know, different things. He says, oh, Jake, you're a thinker. That's what I like about you. Is you're a thinker. You think a lot. And, you know, sometimes you get good ideas. Sometimes you get bad ideas. Uh, you can take this podcast, for example. You know, it was, I needed something to pass my time and try to be entertaining, not only to myself, but to other people and use a plat, you know, get a platform to where eventually if I can build a base, what, what's going to happen is if I ever, you know, get a big enough base and I'll use the platform to, for better things, you know, I'll bring awareness to things that people need to be aware of <laughs> and it'll be really good. I'm going to totally fucking drop these stacks. Okay. This is what we're going to do. Lower that shit down and we're going to go for it. I'm so sorry for the beeping. It's just, you know, it's something that's just out of my control right now. And you're going to have to all deal with it. But anyways, I'll use the platform to bring awareness to things that people need to be aware of. And also, you know, I just... This was my whole thing. Like, why I wanted to be in the entertainment industry is because, one, that platform is so huge that you can get on. And, like, I just want to help people. You know, I was in the hospital once for an attempted suicide and... I wasn't even, like, there. When I was there, I wasn't, like, fully trying to just work on myself. I was also trying to help other people. And somebody, like, started talking to me about that. And they're like, do you, like, you know, they started asking me questions. Like, do you just feel like other people's pain? Like, you feel like the world's pain kind of shit like that? And I was like, yeah, definitely. I definitely do. I feel, you know, when somebody's sad, like, I feel their sadness and, like, I don't know, I just, I can so easily just put myself into other people's shoes in their position and then just like think about like, man, that shit's fucked up, you know, and like, I just, I've been through so much shit and have seen so much shit that, you know, when other people are going through shit, I just, I don't want them to have to feel that shit because I know what it feels like, you know, so when I'm with somebody or see somebody or just anything, you know, like I feel the world's pain basically. And, you know, it sucks, it does, but, you know, that's again why I'm trying to get onto this platform so that, you know, I can, I can be somebody that can help others in those kind of situations. Now, uh, I'm not like by any means trying to toot my own horn or, you know, try to like pat myself on the back for good deeds, but there are things that I am doing now without a platform or things that I have done. Um, I was feeling really suicidal at one point. And, you know, I went on this website to try to, I don't know, just to 
because when you feel like that, you just like you don't so much want to die and kill yourself as much as you just want to talk to somebody. You want somebody to like understand what you're feeling, and you know, you you're more so trying to find somebody to talk you out of doing that shit. And so that's what I did when I went on this website. I was just trying to find somebody to like help talk me down from the ledge, so to speak. And uh, you know, I didn't really get the exact help that I wanted or needed. Well, I, I guess the help that I needed was just I ended up instead of you know trying to talk to somebody about my problems, I ended up talking to it was like a chat room, okay. And so I ended up talking more people off the ledge than I did myself. And but at the same time, like that was something that helped me off the ledge as well. So it was I mean it kind of like it was cool. It helped, and it like at the end of the day, like I felt better about myself because. You know, I gave somebody some conf- a form of confidence or a form of like, you know, like there is somebody out there that gives a shit. You know, I was that person that gave a shit. And so I went on for, you know, like three weeks straight every night before I'd go to bed. I'd sit up for fucking hours talking people off the ledge, letting them know like, you know, and it's a lot of the times it's like the same thing is, you know, like nobody gives a shit about me. I should just fucking die. And then, you know, it's like, you know, you reach out to them and you're like, yo, I give a shit. Like, I don't want you to die. And it's like, you don't even fucking know me. You don't know anything about me. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. No, I don't want anybody to, you know, fall to suicide because, you know, it's it's a fucked up thing. And it doesn't, I read this, there was this quote that said, um, suicide doesn't take away your problems or take away your pain. It just gives it to somebody else. And, you know, after seeing that, it was like, it was one of those things that was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. So, like, I don't know, to me personally, like, I couldn't do it, like, morally. And I think that was the big sign of, you know, like, you don't actually want to do this. You just, you want somebody there to talk to, somebody to, you know, listen and somebody to, like, show that, hey, you know, I give a shit. And whatever problems you're dealing with, you know, like, here's my hand. I will, you know, I'm reaching out to you to help you get through whatever, whatever it is that you might need to get through, you know, I will do my best to, to help, help you with your situation and help you realize that, you know, man or woman, you're fucking beautiful, you are, you're a beautiful fucking person, no matter what anybody says, okay, and, you know, that's something that we need to start doing is, you know, it's like a whole, like, not just community, but, like, it's a whole fucking, you know, everybody. That's something that I feel like everybody should be doing is, you know, reaching out, like, you know, I don't feel like anybody has the right to tell anybody that they're ugly. Now, I've still done it. I mean, I haven't told somebody that they're ugly. Um, my ex-wife has very ugly personality, so I let her know that, you know, her personality is extremely ugly. And, you know... I've, I've let her know that. It's not something I consistently tell her every time I see her. Like, hey, you got an ugly personality, bitch. That's not it. You know, I'd, I let her know she knows. Everybody knows she has a very ugly personality. So, you know, but as far, as far as that goes, I mean, there's some people that, you know, they do. And sometimes you need to let them know, like, you know, you, you can be as pretty as the first flower on spring or some shit and you know on the inside you're just a fucking cold dark bitch male or female you know you could be a bitch either way and 
You know, it doesn't matter how attractive physically you are. If you've got an ugly personality, then you just automatically went from, you know, like a 10 to a 2. Like that, just because your personality is so shit. And you, you know, and you treat people like shit. That's just, that's what happens. You go from a 10 to a 2. And a lot of people don't give a shit about that. But anyways, you know, I just, as people, we need to start loving each other. That's the biggest, there's so much fucking hate in the world. And I don't want to be somebody that's adding to that. Now, I'll talk shit. I'll talk mad shit all fucking day, it don't matter. I'll talk shit. But, you know, like I said, there's a point when your jokes aren't funny anymore. And they're just fucking hurtful. (laughs) And you gotta realize that point. So, you know, I'll talk shit. But as soon as I know that I've crossed that line, I'm the first, like, I'll be the first one to to admit, like, that shit went too far. You know, and you gotta apologize. You gotta apologize. Don't be all up on a high horse. If you fuck up and do something fucked up, and you realize you fucked up and shit, you know, you should feel bad about it. If you don't, you fucking should. Because, and you should apologize for it. Because nobody likes a dick. Nobody wants to be friends with you. You know, they might... When it, when it comes to things like that, people will be friends with you for like, I don't know, maybe because they feel like if they're friends with you, you won't be such a, a jerk to them. Or, you know, maybe you just have nice things. I knew this kid that was a total fucking asshole, but he had a lot of friends because he had a lot of money. You know, his family had a lot of money, so everybody wanted to be his friend. But he was a total fucking dick, you know, because he had money. Don't let money, you know, it, it doesn't matter how much money you get, stay humble. You know, that's what you gotta do. At the end of the day, you just gotta stay humble. And realize, you know, you're not gonna take that money when you're dead. That money isn't gonna be shit. But what's so, you know, what, how you are as a person, that's gonna dictate where you go in life, you know. That's gonna determine the kind of person you are in death. If you're a fucking asshole, you know, whether you want to believe in hell or whatever, I don't give a shit. But, you know, whatever it is, that's how you're going to be in debt. Nobody's going to come to your funeral. You're just going to be a fucking hole in the ground that nobody gives a shit about because you were a dick your whole life. But if you're nice to people, you know, I feel like you'd go to a nicer place and you have a nicer death, a nice, nicer afterlife, I will say. Um... I think that is, I think that's just, you know, that's just it. The conclusion of it would be just, you know, don't be a dick and learn to love. That's the best you can do. Just learn to love and, you know, that's where you'll find your happiness. (laughs) I know that doesn't make sense with anything that I was just saying about, like, depression and shit and, you know, the it it doesn't matter, okay? doesn't matter we're five minutes over i gotta cut this one off and uh i'll see you guys in episode four if uh if anybody listens to episode four then you know i hope to i hope to see you there i mean not physically obviously i hope you listen to episode four all right this uh this episode was brought to you once again by Castbox, the number one podcast app on the planet if you don't fucks with us Go fuck yourself. Alright? Y'all have a good night. I'll see you on episode four. Deuces!